Liquor Talk, we're back. Did you miss us? We miss y'all too. Liquor Talk Season 6 kicks off right now. Welcome one, welcome everybody to another edition of the Liquor Talk Podcast. I'm your man, Victor. And Season 6 is a first time for everything. The fellas normally close out the seasons. This time, the fellas open the season. The men's only round is kicking off Season 6 of Liquor Talk. For the first time ever, the fellas are opening a brand new season of Liquor Talk. We got a lot planned for y'all this year. We're going to be doing in-person episodes, more conversations, more great conversations with everybody from all around the world, wherever you can listen to podcasts at. Go ahead, pour up, and go ahead, tune in. Let's check in with the fellas. Start with my brother in St. Pete. How you doing to my man, Juggy? Hey, bro. Thank you once again for inviting me. It's always an honor and a pleasure. We're the Omega now with the Alpha. We're bringing it in. Let's get to it. Yes, let's get to it. And um, also, my heart goes out to what happened in your city. You know what I'm saying? I hope you you be doing all right from that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, it was always good to me. You know what I'm saying? And it, it kind of broke my heart to see what happened that what that went down in Duval. You know what I'm saying? But I do say appreciate that, bro. That family. You know what I'm saying? Because I hate that it happened in Jacksonville. Because like I said, Jacksonville was always good to me. It's like a couple of people I was really close with at FAMU, they were from Jacksonville. And Jacksonville, me and my mom had a really good bond in Jacksonville. So it's like, that's near and dear to my heart too, man. It is to me. I uh, made me emotional. We might speak about it a little bit later, but I appreciate that, bro. City hurting. Yes, yes. Yeah, I got some family in Jacksonville too. I had two sisters over there actually, um, and a bunch of cousins. And yeah, so I was really scared when I heard that. But we can't, we can't, yeah, we can hit it later on, but I'm glad. Yes. Hopefully most people are okay. Yes, sir. Yes, like, we're dealing with the loss. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And also, you're hearing from my brother in the 407. This man, he's done a lot for me in the short amount of time that I've known him. He's opened up a brand new version of the Independent Dream Factory, also known as the Studio Next. It's my brother from another mother. It's the Don B. What's going on, Don? What's going on, people? Mm-hmm. Nice to be here. Happy to be back. It's been a minute. I missed the last few of them, but... Halls. And whenever I'm not here, it's because I'm working. So um, I know I mean, I'm happy to be all, here any chance I get. We all grinding this stuff. We all grinding. We are surviving hurricanes. Hurricane today can't stop us. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know what I'm saying? Also, shout out to Marco. Shout out to Dell. They ain't here. You know what I'm saying? But hey, we showing them love anyway. You know what I'm saying? They'll be on at some point during the season. But, um, but fellas, how y'all been doing since last time we spoke? Hey, man, blessed and highly favored, you know, walking the straight and narrow path, trying to get things done, trying to make impact for other people in the community. It's bigger than just us now. We we about to become OGs in the game. We have to start thinking about more than just ourselves. And I've really been working on that lately. Obviously, you know me, a lot of some of you may know me as J.D. Juggs from the Book of Clarity. I got some big breakdowns and we're going to have some guests upcoming. So. Everything's been going pretty good, man. I'm glad to be here. Yes, y'all got to check down his breakdowns on TikTok. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and check them out. Hey, Don, I hear you telling me you're going to get back on the mic soon, dog. What's going on with that? Listen, I'm going to say that for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I am excited to get back um, behind the mic uh, for sure. This is obviously one of them, but um, I got a couple – um, high-profile, if you will, interviews that are lined up that 
they were requested. Um, as far as doing it regularly, I've taken a step back from that just because I've gotten busy, you know, with the, with the company and whatnot. But um, it's nice, to, you know, I, I'm a talker, so it's it's nice each chance I get to sit down and do this. Um, so I got a few a few things lined up, but it won't be a regular returning kind of show like weekly like it was before. It's going to be more like maybe a monthly situation. Um, so special episodes like these interviews I have coming up, they'll be specialty kind of projects. So you'll be hearing from me very soon, but it'll be a different format. Cool, cool. That's all good. Hey, talk about the new studio, you know what I'm saying? Because we had to pull one out for the old studio, you know what I'm saying? And I do definitely appreciate the times you let me crash at the old studio, you know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate that, man, you know? Absolutely. Old studio, man, has some memories, definitely a lot of memories at the old studio. But, hey, talk about the new studio, though. Absolutely. Um, well, we haven't moved in yet. We're um, hoping to be in by the end of the month. Um, we're supposed to have our, our next talk, um, you know, next couple of weeks with the, the new space. Um, but yeah, we the old space is no love lost. Um, it just kind of ran its course. It's been there for about 10 years now. Um, we just want to go in a different direction. Um, it's really kind of far out. You know, it's out by international. We found a new place that's more centrally located to where we are. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so we haven't officially announced... Um, to the world, you know, the grand opening date and all that. Um, it's probably gonna be like an open house situation where you can come through and check it out. But um, details to come on that. But yeah, um, the Independent Dream Factory is gonna have a new home in a couple of weeks. So we'll be excited to share that with you guys when it's ready to go. And of course, you'll be out there checking it out. But yeah, it was a great run at Studio Max. You know, um, always sad to see transition, see things go, but excited for the future. Definitely. Yeah, sometimes you got to elevate, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to elevate to um, move on. Sometimes you got to let go of some things in order to elevate, you know? So, yeah. Can't get too comfortable out here. Yes, always. Always got to keep heading on, on swivel. Um, just like I said, always keep me and Don posted, uh, Me keep me and Juggy posted um, about the dates and stuff. We're definitely yeah. going to try to get out there, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of stuff coming up that I'm very excited about. Um, it's been a, it's, I've been quiet on social media because you've been working really hard, so it's finally like coming to fruition this month. So, we'll have a lot of things posted to kind of get you guys, you know, kind of with some fun stuff, some charity stuff, some really cool that's shit. Real, that's real, I feel you. We'll talk yeah, more about that. You ain't no one been quiet. I think we all been quiet on social media, but hey, we're about to start chirping because the liquor talk is back in the game now. I'm telling y'all right now, we are going to work on doing some in person shows. And then some shows will be taking place at Don's new studio. Me and Don will have to work that out and stuff. But we are definitely going to be doing some def more in-person shows. And if you're listening to this and you want me to pull up to your city, let me know. I'm going to say we can – I can book that flight. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing, you know what I'm saying? So. But, fellas, let's get into some things. Oh, before we get into some things, also, happy, um, quick quick um, happy anniversary to Juggy. Quick shout-out. Um, congratulations on the years of marriage, dog. Congrats, man. You holding it down for us, man. Appreciate that. Coming up on three years. Cheers. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, it's been the best three years of my life. Shout out to my wife, Sweet Sugar Crystal. She's the sweetest thing I know. And honestly, we're going places and we're doing things, trying to become that next power couple on Ebony Magazine or something, man. Amen. Hey, amen to that. Hey, hey, I'm that. you know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, me and Don over here in single supremacy land, just cheering Single you supremacy. Hey, enjoy, enjoy while you got it. It's a, it's a fun oh, lifestyle. It's a whole different beast when you get married, man. Trust me. <laughs> it's enjoyable, but enjoy your singleness. Trust me. 
it's a different beast once you once you wrapped up with somebody. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's beautiful though. Tell we say congratulations. Yeah. Hope y'all got some nice plans. Thank you. Yeah, we're going we're going in the mountains uh, up in Charlotte, I believe. So I, I'm very excited about that. Y'all know Charlotte Asheville got a lot of Black history. Yeah, we're really big on that. Y'all know the food scene. You ain't even got to ask no questions. Um, plus, it has just a lot of natural stuff, a lot of trails, a lot of hiking. It's just it's very beautiful, man. I, I can't wait. Can't wait for that. Good time yes. off work. Any time of work is that part. So that part, yes. And um, I'm definitely happy to be there. And also, before I forget, um, let me give a shout out to Afros and Audios. I'm going to be speaking once again at the conference, but I'm going to be doing it virtually. So, like I said, um, me and Don are going to get together, and I'm going to shoot something for them virtually. But I will be in attendance as well, you know what I'm saying? So, if anybody want to come up to Baltimore, y'all let me know. We'll plan it out and stuff. So, shout out Big, to When is that conference? Uh, that conference is, I believe it's um, mid-October. I don't have the dates right in front okay. of me yet. But I know... Definitely know this year they're gonna do it in Baltimore and it's gonna be at an African American History Museum. Oh snap. Okay. Yeah, they booked the African American History Museum in Baltimore. Oh, the big one. The big one that they built a couple of years ago, right? I think it's yeah, in Baltimore. Okay. I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to them. And um, like I said, um, I once me and Donald talk step a time to head to the studio and I'll shoot the um because this topic I'm gonna talk about is making podcasting fun because that's a lot of motherfuckers. They, they just take fun out podcasting. I still love them, but you know who you are, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you haven't done so already, um, get that liquor pulled up. The more you drink, the better we sound. Let's get into the first topic we're going to discuss in season six, which is September is Take a Man on a Date Month. Fellas, has, a woman, yes, has a woman ever taken y'all on a date? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yes. <laughs> so, what, what was that experience like, fellas? Talk. Uh, it's it's warming, right? Because you're kind of expected as the man, you're expected to, to come up with everything, take out a date, pick her up, kind of design the whole thing uh, and put it together. And when she does it for you, it's like, oh, it shows you that she cares. It shows you that she was thinking about you, so that she was paying attention to the things that you like. Mm -hmm. uh, when she's doing something that you're passionate about, like, you know, I'm a gamer. So if we go to a gaming convention, like, that is in heaven, like, I get to enjoy it with my best person. So, you know, I think that, that is a really beautiful thing when a woman takes the time out to, to plan something. And there's a lot of them out there, I think. I think it's something that's very underrated. It probably should happen more, um, but I, I think that it really warms your heart. It really brings you closer together when they plan it for you. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely does. Oh, side note, add me on the PSN if you if you're on PlayStation. By the way, um, uh, oh, <laughs> gave it, um, yeah. Um, Don, talk about your experience. If uh, has that woman ever taken you on a date? Yeah, I've experienced all around the thing. I've been taken on the date. I've done the taking on of the dates. Um, I am not a big fan of uh, being taken on a date by anybody because I'm a, I'm a control freak. I'm a <laughs> oh my. So nah, man, you gotta I let like go and have fun. 
I like to have a plan for everything. Um, I think I have a funny story. Like in high school, um, I got I was <laughs> I was taken on a date by this like underclassman, right? So it was like you know we in high school, so it was like oh let's go to the park and like whatever. And I was like a senior, and she had a crush on me, so she was asking she wanted to ask me like the homecoming. I don't know if y'all do that here. Is that a Florida yeah, thing? Is homecoming a big deal? Yeah, Okay, so homecoming is a big deal in Texas. You can go with somebody or whatever. Um, I already had a girlfriend at the time, but this girl was like a, a sophomore. She was young, and it was really nice. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take you. It's all, it's all good. It got back to the person I was talking to. That didn't go well. They ended up getting into it. Um, and neither one of them went with me to homecoming with somebody else. But it was like I was being a nice person. Like, I wasn't not a player, obviously. I was just like... So happy that I was like, oh, you took me, you took me to a, to a picnic. We got sandwiches and shit. You want to go to homecoming? Like that's a lot of effort for a girl. Yeah, my actual girlfriend didn't like that, and they got into it, and there was no homecoming. There was just me. Damn. So, uh, but yeah, no, that was a funny story. But like, I really, I, I'm not a big fan of being. I like to be the one to control the date. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I, I feel that to a degree. I definitely um I definitely feel that to a degree. But sometimes I sometimes I'm just like, let's just see what happens, you know. Um Yeah, I mean effort is nice. You want people to show you effort for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. But if you're gonna show me effort, you better be consistent with it and it gotta come from the right place, you know, because I had someone take me on a date last year. It went nice, but it was like me and this person, we just needed two totally different things. It's like, Ooh. you ever get a report card and it says capable of better work? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, the date stuff was nice, but it's just you want more from it than just, just a friendship. You know, you kind of want more from it, you know what I'm saying? Because you're thinking that this person is going to take you on a date. Then I'm like, okay, they're down with you. They're down with the cause. They want to get to know you. They want to figure you out, figure out how can how can you help them and how can they help you in return, you know. And I just didn't, mm-hmm. didn't feel that, you know, so. Yeah. It just, it's a nice feeling, man. Like, if especially you don't have to drive. Well, if I ain't got to drive. In your case. You're taking me yeah. out. In your I'm case. You with somebody, y'all are regularly doing things, and so you're probably 90% of the time having to plan stuff and do all, all the effort. So for you, it's like a vacation when what? it comes around once in a while. Man, look. If yeah, you, that sounds like a vacation for you. And I, I think even for the people out there, like, when you find the right person, they should be able to reciprocate. As a man, you're generally expected to plan and to put the first foot forward. And you're expected to pursue, right? But when you find somebody that's willing to do that for you on their own without being prompted, hey, it's beautiful. Yeah. Lock it down. <laughs> yes, that, that's the one you might want to lock it down. And also, it's beautiful when you can tell they're doing it from their heart because that's the biggest thing I would tell anybody. If you're, if you're going to bitch about it later, don't do it. And do it for people you genuinely are interested in. Correct. Let's, help these, let's help these ladies out, fellas. What are some things us men think that will be good dates for them to take out? Because I've been seeing a lot of women that don't. Let's give them a cheat sheet. What y'all think? What's a good date to take a man on? So if you're a guy that's into gaming, 
going to a gaming convention, going to a cosplay convention is going to be high on the list. Mm -hmm. Instantaneous lockdown of that person. If you're with a guy that's into sports, going to the baseball game, the basketball game, going to the football game, when a good team is in town, prime time, you getting those tickets, you buy, you know, getting him nachos and cheese and a soda and a beer. What? And you got on your, whoever that team is, if it's the Magic, she got on the Magic jersey and got you a Magic jersey to go out and watch the Magic versus Bron and the Lakers? Are you kidding me right now? That is soaring to the moon. So I think the guys, we're usually pretty simple. Like after you go out on a few dates with us, you will be able to see exactly what we're into. You'll not be able to know exactly what we're excited about. I'll give you a special one. You guys know that I kind of had the political thing. If you took me to a rally or, or a protest, right? For whatever it is that's going on, and I happen to be in politics, I'm gonna look at you like, you know, you're like the the golden calf. Like this is it. Like you saw it enough to me. You planned it. You saw it coming. You looked it up on your own. And you set it up for us. Whatever he's into, mm -hmm. right? Assuming that there's mutual connection, there's mutual interest, right? Obviously, this doesn't work if it's somebody you're not really interested in. Or you're just using them for meals. It ain't going to work because you're not going to want to do all that. Exactly. You're not no. going to want to do all that. But no. if somebody into guys, we're very simple. If you got a if you got a person that you're seeing, that you're interested in, and they play Call of Duty, take them to the paintball. Take them paintballing. We guys, are, I hate to admit this, but us guys, we easy. It's true. Most of the time, yeah. we easy. It don't take much. To get us, it don't take much. So that's that's the way I see it. What you think, Don? Yeah, what you? I mean, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I think the I think any kind of like events are like the most fun. The dangerous family kind of event. Like I feel like um, you should avoid music or movies because if you don't agree on it, that can cause some irreparable yeah. harm for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's nothing worse than going to a concert with somebody that's not as enthusiastic as you are. Now y'all arguing about it afterwards. But um, sporting events, like simple stuff like that, I feel like even outside of whether somebody's in the sports or not, it's that's like a safe space of like we can all have a good time here. Like 90% of the time the guys get to enjoy the sports, but you will too because it's a competition. It's exciting. And then there's so many other things going on. There's, um, you know, other entertainment, other things happening. It's not just like, oh, let's go to the park and get a sit and talk now. Like, if you can't think of anything specific, if you don't know what that person likes specifically, like, I feel like games, sporting events, things outside, outdoors, with other people, other things to focus on, I would recommend those things. Yes. That's if you haven't picked up. I agree with you. Guys are very, very, very simple creatures. Yes. Guys and it doesn't really take much. It really don't take much for us. And also, it's like, even if you take us to a nice-ass restaurant, not no chain restaurant, even if it's not an activity, if you take us to a nice restaurant we can get exclusively in the city, we're going to be mm -hmm. looking like, oh, shit, she out here. But know why you're doing it, though. Don't do not do it for somebody you, you ain't interested in, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't don't have step over here, you know? And, and for the guys out there, too, if somebody, if she's really into you, she's going to be willing to do those things. 
it may be a sign, not always, but it may be a sign that she's not into you if she doesn't want to do the most or she's not ready yet. So that's the other way around. It's like they should be excited to plan something for you. They really into you. They really like you like that. They really see you guys having like a future. Because you know women, you be on the fourth date and they already thinking when he going to propose. Like that's how women mind work. Not always. I'm just throwing out generalities now. So nobody need to attack us in the comments or nothing like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, man, like my wife knows all the stuff I, I like, the effort. I know the stuff that she likes. It's just beautiful. You constantly, you, that romance just keeps growing. You don't let it die. It just keeps going, keeps going, keep going. Well, go ahead, Vic. Yes, please. Don't ever let the romance die. And also, know why you taking this person out. You know what I'm saying, ladies? If you know that this person is just a friend, then don't waste your time with them. But if you see them for more, you got to shove all the chips in the table because you only get one time to make a good first impression, you know? Yep. So, yep. so you might as well go ahead and be spontaneous. Don't waste a spontaneous date on someone that you just want to put in the friend zone, you know? Because mm -hmm. if, if you just have me in the friend zone, I'm okay with just going to McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do all that if we in the friend zone. But if you want more, then go ahead and bring the effort, you know what I'm saying? Not McDonald's. Not McDonald's. Not McDonald's. I, I mean, I mean what? I mean, if I just, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to kill yourself for somebody that you only gonna put keep in the friend zone, you know. I understand. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, because that's just a waste of your time and your money. You know what I'm saying? You're wasting my time and your money if you we not into each other like that. Then the plan this spontaneous date just to say you did it because I'm just gonna look, look at you like you're crazy. And it's the best memories, like to look back on that, have all the fun that you had, and you take some pictures, you take some video, you post on social media, perhaps if you're into that type of thing. Yeah. Yo, like it's just it's just memorable all around. It'll yes. bring you closer together, guaranteed. Yeah, and I'm glad you said social media. Don't be doing doing this shit just to keep up with airbound social media. Don't be trying to keep up with the Joneses, Larry, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, because keeping up That's with the you're getting old. Was that Don? No, see, that's what a lot of it is. A lot of it is just, you know, TikTok reels and posting locations and all that. Like, do it authentically. Don't do it just to have somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that, that's again. the real goal, ladies. You, if you do that, remember, you're going to have a man that's going to be linked to you for a while. You know what I'm saying? That man's already going to be planning the next date. You know what I'm saying? So, and if he ain't planning the next date, then he ain't the one. But facts. Yeah, if he ain't if he ain't already planned that next date, if you done did this spontaneous date for him, on to the next one. Just you gotta take your L and P's. Don't be crying on social media about it, you know. Because mm -hmm. social media just they'll they gonna roast your ass, you know. <laughs> I've learned that some else you just gotta take your silence. Ooh boy, now you preaching now because there's a lot of people that don't know how to do that. To, yes, ooh. they don't they don't want to, they like it, they want that attention. <laughs> Oppression or, and, uh and trauma is trendy right now. That's 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 Bro, sad. That's what's, what's, what's up with people on social media? They post themselves, they got black eyes, gashes across their face, they crying. Like, is that a thing now? Have y'all seen that? Uh-uh. I, I haven't seen it. 
I see him like you, you know how you scroll on IG and yeah. get just like the random posts, bro. People be beat up. Like they they just sharing all their stuff with the internet. Like get help. That's go to the outpatient Please. clinic. Please go get you a therapist. Like I I can't believe people share that. Like I wouldn't want no. I don't want nobody to see me looking flawed. Like. I don't know, man. I, when people get on, when people set the computer up and go live and be crying, I'm like, unless you're like the prime minister of a country and you got to explain the death of your child or something, and now I got to go on here and talk to this, why do you need to be on here crying on your camera to your, like, you you don't have friends and family? Like, you invite uh, that's what, I, I be seeing that saying the same thing. Like, you don't have so, a support system you can go to to be like, hey, this is what's going on, and yada, 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 you know? That's what weird to me. I got another weird thing, though. And I don't know if y'all seen this trend or not, because I don't know how often y'all watch lies. But I'm on the, the black app, you know, BLK, the little yeah. all black people app. Yeah. And so people go live on there all the time, which... Going live in general to me, I feel like if it's not a podcast or an event or something, I feel like it's really weird to just be like, "Oh, let me go live while I like wash the dishes." Like for what? Like I, I'm old. It's not my thing. So no. on this app, people are on on live and like not doing anything. But the weirdest thing to me is people sleeping on live. What? Like people on somebody's live and they'll be fully asleep. And you'll look up and it has like a it'll show, have an iron who's all watching, how many people are in there. There's like a hundred people in there watching. It's just like what you set the- you set the phone up, laid down, and fell back asleep, and it's left it on live. Like to me, that feels I don't want nobody watching me while I'm sleeping. That's some stalker shit. It wasn't just one thing. I, all the time. I open it up and people are asleep on their live, and people are just watching it. And I'm like, maybe there's some kind of live uh etiquette that I'm missing out on. I think that's weird shit. But, but you know, at the same time, it's interesting because you got like the ASMR videos where it's like yeah, people that, listening for like texture, and what's the one yeah. called when they be eating? Uh, yeah. Live, yeah, lady. Yeah, the mukbangs. When they be doing the mukbangs, where they be like mm-hmm. crunching and eating elephant penises and stuff, and like all this different I, weird stuff. I, like, I, yeah, it, that little Asian girl. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, they be going ham with the foods that they be eating, man. Like, I think you can you could honestly make a following out of absolutely anything. Anything. Literally anything. And you know, you could you could start a fight club on Facebook. Like <laughs> you have people betting lines on your, your amateur fight. Because I saw that on Facebook video the other day. They got like this amateur fight club. They took pieces of the fence, they made an octagon, and they just out there in the hood fighting. I'm like. I hope your health insurance company don't see this. Yeah, I hope so. I hope not. Because they're going to drop your behind or raise your premium through the roof. And if you get knocked out in front of your kids, bruh. Did, you, did y'all hear that one? It was, no, you're not here, but it was a meme. And it was like, I walked in and saw my son uh, watching a YouTube video of another kid playing a video game. And I asked him, why are you watching this? Just go play the video game. And my son said, well, I saw you watching a football game the other day. Why don't you go play football? Why are you watching football? Because I But it's so true. But at the same time, it is weird that these kids, like that's the, that's the subculture. 
watching people play video games. It's a I, whole other thing. Hey, as a gamer, that's me. Like, if it's a game that's really like, it's a game called Elden Ring. It's very difficult to play. But there's people that do these uh these fast run-throughs in like an hour. Mm -hmm. And they beat the whole game on the hardest difficulty. So it's interesting to see I get like, it. all so the stuff. Yeah, that is yeah. that sounds suspenseful. See, I, so, I think I got called out on mine because I, I have a, a friend that's a gamer and I made that same thing. I was just like, I don't understand what the point is. And, <laughs> and he was just like, Don't you watch reaction videos? And I was like, Fair. I, I'm, I'm a, my subculture thing is I'm, I'm a music head. I'm really into music. I was a music major before I switched to fashion. So I love music. I love live performances. Mm -hmm. And so I there's a whole subculture of like vocal coaches or like music teachers or like band directors like breaking down like live performances. And it's just them sitting there watching their performance and talking about it to themselves. And I'm watching them watch the performance. <laughs> And it's so good. So it's, it's like it's like my version of that. Like it's it's interesting um hearing other people's opinions on things and seeing perspectives yeah. and stuff. So it definitely is because I'm that same way. I'll be sitting there watching TikTok when I'm at work. I'll be watching the videos, the reaction videos of people making disgusting cooking, or they'll be watching <laughs> um they'll be watching TikToks of random of other random shit. But hey, we gotta no. start shooting. I don't know. I'm like, damn, I'm like some some shall be getting ideas from, but then some shall be like, seriously, motherfuckers make money off this. The worst one bit is where you see them uh cooking videos where they be fixing food in the damn toilet. Oh Have you yeah. seen those? They fix, I, I will never turn that on. They fix Bro. food and put it in the toilet. They will they will be mixing food in the damn toilet. And the worst ones, other worst ones be the ones that don't be cooking the shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, Damn. I seen ones where they, they put chicken in a pan and they cook that mug for five minutes talking about something. It's already done. And that mug's still pink and sticky. That motherfucker pink like a damn starburst. And I'm like, hell no. Put that bitch back in the oven. What the hell wrong with you? Where I draw the line is, are you really eating this like this, or are you trying to do something for likes? Once I feel like it's an out, it's so outrageous that you just want to get some like attention, then I get like annoyed. Like it's like you really want to eat that, you know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe they are some some people like their food like that, but yeah, cooking it in the toilet, it's like what for? Like you just want attention. Ugh. Yeah, you just want attention, and you need to like 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 one TikTok say you need to go to jail for that shit, man. You need so they need to slap your ass with a good 10 to 20. But ladies and gentlemen, this is look and talk the season six premiere. Damn, we already had six seasons, ladies and gentlemen. All right, fellas, last thing about dating. Uh, what is the male equivalent to flowers? If a woman brought you this on a first date, you were like, Oh, she might be really into you. What is something you like like this woman show up with? Because Not you know true. they say for us to bring flowers and chocolates. I see a lot of ladies be asking this question to the men, like some said cigars, some said cologne. I'm like, I'm at the point of like, just bring something, shit, you know. Nachos is my love language. <laughs> I thought of two things for two different kind of guys. If you bring me a, a bottle of aged Glenfiddich, which is like an aged whiskey, 18-year aged whiskey, 
Mm. Very tasteful, very smooth. I'm gonna know you on another level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you bring me some B dubs, mango habanero wings, 10 count, all flats, crispy hard. Specifics. <laughs> he said bring the appetizer. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna shed it. I'm probably gonna shed a thug tear and have to get a tattoo tear like I'm Birdman. <laughs> Look, listen. I'm a here. Look, if you that bring this, the way I got mango habanero sauce in my fridge right now because I buy it. You got store, <laughs> damn the beat ups brand. That's the, that's my favorite sauce. Yeah, that mango yeah. habanero sauce do hit. But I'm like, if a woman brings me a nice hand rolled cigar from either a black owned company or for a spot in Tampa, I'm like a hand rolled cigar. I'm like, oh shit, this what we own, bro. Oh, if she brings me. If she bring you some Haitian food from a good Haitian restaurant, mm. bruh. Food period is safe. I want to. I want to hearken out to my listening to this. The cologne thing is very dangerous. Very. You said you could get your feelings hurt because niggas ain't gonna wear nothing. If they, if they don't want to wear it, they're not gonna wear it, and that could turn into every time I come around, I don't smell the cologne. I got you. I don't smell the cologne because I don't like it. And that's a real personal scent is very personal. Yeah. So we I always say be, be careful when you buy scents for people unless you really know them like that. Yeah, unless you really know that's me like in your that. Face. Unless you really know me like that, unless you done snooped around my bathroom and then seen what kind of sense I have, then yeah. Then you give some that. old man Roger, you know, New York Knights, some kind some of old juice. Some juice. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, cool, some cool water. But um, if you are gonna bring some cologne, bring some Dior. I'm like, I ain't gonna lie, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some Gucci Guilty, you know. If we want to do all that, we can do that. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. But but overall, it's the thought that counts. You know what I'm saying. Or or if you or if you do a, get a man that has a sweet tooth, don't buy him no damn standard chocolates. Take your ass to an actual chocolates here and get the damn chocolates. You know. Do y'all believe in do y'all? I know about love languages. Ooh. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, they're yeah. real. Is they're our so gifts, real. Our gifts, like either one of y'all's, uh, love language. Believe it or not, uh, gifts actually not one of mine because they might be his, but they weren't mine because I was always saying to myself like, "Look, I'll go, I'll get it myself." You know, I always had that mindset of, "I'll get it myself." You know. Mm-hmm. It was your your Jim, yours was uh, your number one was gifts. Gifts <laughs> was, and acts oh. of service. Gifts and acts of service are mine. Gifts and acts of service. Yeah. Uh, Don, what was yours? Yeah. My number one is active service. My other one was um, not words of affirmation. It was acts of service. And what's the other one? Active service. Time, time spent? Physical is, is it time spent? Spending well, time? That's something. That's, that's different. It's, it's like worded word it differently. The time spent thing. It's uh yes, quality time. Quality time. I can't remember what it's called in the book. Yes. There's a book with a lot of love language. I can't the remember. Quality time one and the active service, those are my top two. My top two was physical touch and quality time. I might they always say to redo that t- damn test um every couple of months because they say they they always change. So mm. yeah, it's a bit depending on what part of life you in. Right. I, I imagine that. Yeah, yeah, it definitely depends on what time, what um, part of life you're in, and um, 
So I would definitely say that um, suggest to ladies know what their love language is because that might be able to tell you what kind of date to take them on. You know what I'm saying? You know, and fellas, once again, I'm going to reiterate this. If you have somebody put forth the effort, man, make it worth the while. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey, a lot of these women nowadays, they don't, they all on the city girls effort. You know what I'm saying? You know, they all want to, you know, do the crazy shit, you know. Oh, that reminds me. Y'all saw the video? The guy was interviewing one of the city girls and do asked if the daughter was going to be a city girl. She's like, no, she's not going to be no city girl. That's not for her. That's yeah, not I for saw her. That. And you know what that told me? That told me that they just want to perpetuate a character to get money. That's all it is. All they're doing is being a damn actor. Give give their asses some damn Oscars because all they is is damn acting. Like like that chick, sexy red. I guarantee you she don't be about that life. You know, industry plant. <laughs> you think she's an industry plant, Don? Have y'all did y'all watch they kill Tyrone? Like they clone Tyrone? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Sexy red is was is cloned to keep niggas ignorant. Put out there to put out just just like all them other ones. Put out random ass music. None of these none of these artists are real. Like you mean to tell me that's a, a for real song in. 2023, my pussy pink, my booty hole brown, like my nigga. Now I know we had my neck, my back. Yeah, we had our we had our stuff too. But these days, it's these like days, it's like the bar just keep going lower and lower. I'm like, how much lower can it get? Because they they have these people out here set up to make a certain kind of music to push a certain kind of demographic to keep people at a certain kind of way. I hate that I'm in my uncle phase, and I'm believing that, but that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, there's no way that's a serious artist. There's no way a label saw her walking on the street and was like, oh, this is the next who knows what. It was like, oh, no, no this person they, will do whatever no, it takes, and, you, and they can push a narrative. And mind you, is she from the same city that gave us Nelly, gave us the St. Lunatics, you know? No. Different I mean, time. Damn. And I'm not hey. trying to go in on her. Because there's a lot of people like that in the industry, but yeah. it's just it's so obvious at this point that it's like, come on, man. Ain't that's the one they say look like young thug? <laughs> Somebody said it was young thug. Damn. Was <laughs> I thought young thug was in there them Rico charges cases in the clank in ATL. What yeah, he's he going out? Apparently, apparently they say he's done the, but they say he's gonna get out though. He's still locked in there. We gonna see what happens. You know, Fonnie Lewis don't play. He let him out on the weekends, and he he performs a sexy red. Hey, Fonnie Lewis, if she can invite him, and if she can invite the former president, he might be in trouble, though. Yeah, if she can indict the former president of the United States, yeah, Young Thug, and and then it's in Georgia of all places, one of the most racist places in the South. You know, like yeah, you're fucked. You know. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. But yes, but yeah. I don't know, fellas. But fellas, we gotta deal with something. We gotta deal with this war against black men. You know what I'm saying? Because it just feels like, um, outside of social media, from what I see on social media and stuff, it's like black men. We at war with each other. We're at war with the LGBT community, and then we're at war with our women. And then it's so bad that some people call black men. The white women of the, the black community. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. That's what the people are saying, man. I cannot oh make this shit up. Yes. 
Fellas, that what took me out. About the oh boy, that took me out. Um, it's very simple. If we're divided, we can't beat them. And whether it's sexy red, which you could, see, we'll call that controversial for argument's sake, right? You could say she's an industry plant. Dombey's in the industry, so he would know. Yeah. Um, whether, on that. You know, whether we're talking about, you know, the way that, like, from politically, the way Rudy Giuliani called out those two black women in Georgia, they had to move out of their house. They had people trying to murder and assassinate them. The way that Donald Trump's talk about finding Lewis, you know, just the way that the popular culture treats black women uh, in media, at work, you know, always expected to do the work, but never getting the credit. We could go down a long laundry list. And I know we've talked about this many times before, but the vast majority of us love ourselves. We love black women. We love our communities. The problem is most of us are working eight to 14 hours a day. We don't have time to get on social media. We don't have time, you know, to go to the local news station. We're trying to take care of business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't be like the federal government and be a hundred trillion dollars in debt. We don't get to do that. Hell no. If the we got mouths to feed, you know, we got children, you know, we got wives, we got girlfriends, or whatever the case may be, we got stuff that we have to do. We don't have people waiting on us hand and foot like we are Pharaoh. You know what I'm saying? We don't have private private jets. We got to fly commercial, and it costs us $800 to fly halfway around the country commercial. Mm-hmm. Yep. We don't have time. Now, what happens is, is that we're watching the news. What happens is we're watching sports, and they think the comedians that they see, they think that the athletes that they see on TV, they think that the rappers that they see in the music, that's what they think black people are. And they treat us accordingly. The police kill us accordingly, right? Yep. So what we have to do is create our own narrative. <clears throat> I I have a church home. And in my church home, it's so amazing across racial lines how many similarities that we have as men. And when you stop drinking the Kool-Aid that mainstream media feeds you, you realize that you do have partnerships, you do have friendships, you do have people that you can relate to, you do have people that you can hang out with, you do have people that you can go over the house and chat with, you do have people that you could talk with things that only guys can understand. You realize that you do have that. But you won't do it if you just listen to the mainstream media. Yeah. It won't happen. And so I just think that every time we hear that, yeah, well, there are some divisions. There are a lot of we have a lot of problems. It's not a secret, but we're working on them. It's not overnight. Everybody can't afford a therapist. Shit, half of us can't afford health insurance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Health insurance, you know, if you got a kid, health insurance take up half your check. Yeah. Who can do that? Yeah. Especially not in Florida. Well, they they're asking us for three thousand dollars for rent for a two-two. Listen. Yeah, man, they they killing themselves. And they want three months up front. <laughs> three, three months up front when half they asses that work that can't even make that. They don't even make that. 
they paying their they're mortgage they're... and then some. So it's like, yeah, they're pushing out this narrative of us. I firmly, absolutely reject this narrative. I believe, look, me, all three of us come from different walks of life. We get along all the time, albeit is, you know, whenever we do the men's round. That's a lot of us, more than we think. Mm -hmm. We're just taking care of business. I got to go to the grocery store. I got to clean up. Like, we're taking care of things that need to be taken care of. And most of the time, yeah, there's some bad apples. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's people selling drugs. You know why a lot of people selling drugs? Because they don't have all the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't want to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? So... Honestly, yeah, some of us do have issues. There are black men that do terrible. Like I heard about, you know, a black guy that murdered his girlfriend that was in college the other day at an HBCU. He murdered the guy, girlfriend, put it in the trunk. He did, what does he do? He deserves to get a death penalty. I agree. Yeah. But that's not all of us. That's not the yeah. great majority of black men. It's not. It's not. I'm a black man. I have a black wife. That's the vast majority of black men. It's facts. It's a fact. You know what it is? It's like social media and the whole mainstream media, they want us to be so against each other. And we just got to show it, show the world that, you know what, that outside of that, we are united. You know what I'm saying? All aspects of black men and black women, we are definitely united. We're not always at war with each other. It's like, so, but so many people... They have these stupid conversations on social media about two hundred dollar dates and who pays for oh what. Y'all focus on the wrong fucking thing because completely the right person you with nobody gives a damn about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And us, us as black men, we gotta be united together because united we stand, divided we fall. Always, you know what I'm saying? Because if they see if they see three of us come to, three or four of us come together. They know we got to fuck some shit up. And you know what? And also to the brothers, I remember a queer person told me this and kind of stuck with me. It's like, he told me an underlying bond that nobody wants to talk about is straight black men and gay black men and how if they could just come to, if we all could just come together instead instead of being at each other's throats and stuff, we could really fuck up some things that way because I've been seeing some of the stuff that straight black men say to gay black men. I'm like, you know what? That is some fucked up shit. And then the gay black man be like, oh, that's why y'all ass is always getting shot and stuff. So I be seeing those arguments too. And it's just, it's tiring y'all seeing these wars that we having against one another. Like, we got to come back and be united. There's this narrative that the media pushes that, like, when they magnify people's differences to the extent that, like, you celebrating your difference and you being different or whatever that is is a direct contradiction to my to me and so now there's a threat to me when that's not the case at all it's like everybody just can be have their own life do their own thing and you don't have to be worried about it somebody else living how they're living does not affect anything when you go home at the end of the day it does not change anything you still gotta pay your bills you still gotta take care of your family you still responsible for yourself and i think that's what everything goes with uh, i mean gave it and gave it versus straight men Men versus women, the rate, all this, the racial back and forth, and the diasporas, and all this stuff. Everybody wants to have a stance, especially now with social media. So it's like you got to have some kind of like something important to stand on to say. And the easiest way to do that is to come at somebody else that's just different than you are. 
And now it's more about that. It's like, it's always, it's what cancel culture is, all that stuff. It's like trying to find some kind of way to, I feel like, elevate oneself over, like, the next person. So I don't want to sound pessimistic. Like, we can never get along. But I just feel like, I don't know if, how much, I don't know if this is true or not. It feels like human nature. People just, they want to divide. They want to, like, I think it was his ants. It's like, oh, we're all like a big colony and we're all coming together to help each other. Really, we're not like that. I think given the opportunity, people yeah. set in their own little spots, their own little area, and they believe what they want to believe. In 2023, for people to have the same mindset they've had for 10, 15 years, you want to think that way. You want to like who you want to like. And I think that this kind of is what it is. I think you find the people that are worth saving, link up with them, and that's it. But I don't know about the kumbaya making everybody get along. I think is I think some people just enjoy their ignorance and kind of want to keep people separate. Yeah. yeah. And I see that sometimes with other podcasts I be checking out and stuff. And that's like, I be wanting to tell those brothers, I, I, I understand. Like some things I understand where they're coming from. But then there's some things I'm like, okay, y'all be a little too extreme. It's like, you know what? Let this person have their opinion and let them suffer in their own misery or whatever. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just, you know, it's it's crazy out here. Yeah. And I, think, I think, you know, one thing we have to really think about is with social media, like y'all mentioned, you know, people having these crazy takes online. And if you don't put all these same people in the same room in a big circle with microphones, some of these hot takes, them people would never take in person. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Don't don't keyboards give strength that people just don't have in real life. Hello. And social media can be real life for some people. Social media can be the way some people make money, but there's more to life than social media. You know, we got to hit the reality stone from Thanos and take a look around us and see that there's a real world that we can't enjoy, but we have to put the work in and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for me, you know, going outside is probably the best part of my day. Experiencing nature, breathing air, looking at the colors, feeling the breeze. We're organic beings. Mm-hmm. And so I think the tribalism that we get on social media where we're on opposite sides. And to be sure, there are some major differences between ethnicities, class, and all of that in society. But we have more in common. We all want to feed our families. We all want to have peaceable lives. We all want to be able to grow old and see our grandchildren for those of us that have kids. We all want to have good relationships with our families. Nobody wants to have a bad relationship with their family. We want to have a good one or create one. So I think, you know, this war on black men, it's insecurities from rich white men. They perpetuate it in things that they control, which is almost everything, but not quite everything, almost everything. You know, when you see Disney or, you know, the major networks, you can see it. You can see the divisions. But we have to take back and control our own narratives. We have to write in our journals. We have to yes, talk to one another. We do. Like we're doing yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not throwing barbs at each other. I'm sure we disagree with each other sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's all love when we get done. Yeah. yeah. And more times than not, that's the case in real life, which is why I'm saying 
you can do it on social media if you have to. That's cool. But when you talk to somebody face to face in real life, that's when you really get things done. That's the special relationship that we have to continue to focus on. Mm -hmm. Yes, we Might definitely too. have to continue to focus on those relationships. And we also got to fight this war. It's like it's definitely war every day, but you fight it by keep pushing and keep giving up. And you can't you can't let how some people talk on social media affect how you treat others and stuff because that's what they want you to do. You're doing exactly what those bitter creators might want you to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They want you to be bitter with so-and-so. They want, they want our women to be, be um, bitter with us. You know what I'm saying? They want, and some men want us to be bitter with women, you know? So it's, it's all, it's all, I don't know what to say about it. It's all, it's all, sometimes it's all BS, but you gotta, you just gotta take the punches and keep it moving. Yeah. And Treat others how you want to be treated. Golden rule. One hundred percent. So simple. Yes, that golden rule still applies today throughout mm -hmm. everything. It's like, and also if you can't healthily disagree with someone, then don't don't interact with that person. Simple. As Correct. That. Because I've I've seen some other podcasts and they can be very extreme in how they feel and stuff. And I'm like in my head, I'm like, you know. I'm going to respectfully disagree with them. I'm just not going to have them on because that causes a lot of stress on you. Like, that. And that's why a lot of us are dying early and stuff. We die so young because of all this stress and all this unhealthy living because of this, bull, this toxic bullshit that's mm -hmm. been put, pushed on us that we can't we too fucking blind to see. We just so caught up in our stance, our stance, our stance. At the end of the day, when you dead, ain't nobody going to give a fuck about your stance. You're dead. Yeah. I love it. And I love it. it's crazy how people just don't want to grow up. It's like, yes, and us brothers, we got to lead the way, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm in my head, I'm like, when I thought of one black man, I'm like, black men, we got to lead the way. We got to show these people that in spite of you, we still going to do us no matter what. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Just got to show leadership qualities. Yes, leadership all quality. We all and, have leadership qualities because you never know who's following your lead. Mm -hmm. Correct. Somebody you. always watching you. Always. Yes. Even always. when you don't think they are, they watching. Yes, they definitely watching. They definitely seeing what your next move is. And it's like, but I know so many people that they want to love you when you're at the top, but when you're at the bottom, they go ghost, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 100% true. Yes. But fellas, what's the, what's the one thing you want us black men to stop doing? You know what I'm saying? To stop perpetuating this war. I think, for me, <clears throat> one thing black men got to start doing, stop doing, is having kids that you're not going to take care of. And the reason why I say that, I understand. You know, as a Christian, you know, ideally everybody's married and people have different belief systems and that's fine. But one thing that I do know from experience, right, with my close friends and people I've interacted with my whole life. When you grow up in a broken home, that have a devastating impact on how the rest of your life goes. Mm -hmm. You don't have both parents in the home or one of the parents is kind of in the home or one of the parents really don't like you. One of the parents really don't care about you. 
when a parent don't have time for you, that's something that a lot of people never get over. Yeah. And they spend the rest of their life looking for the things that they're supposed to have gotten when they were kids. So for black men in America, right, in our specific predicament, we're 12% of the population, don't have no wealth, we don't own enough, we live in the worst neighborhoods, we're disrespected the most, even more than Africans, we get disrespected globally. So we have to start taking care of our seed. We have to put our family first. The family name, how we turn out, how our kids turn out, has to become paramount to us. The idea that, and let me say this, because I grew up in a two-parent home and I have a wonderful relationship with my father. But I also understand that a lot of my friends didn't have that. Mm -hmm. So this thing where if you have a kid, and shout out to the fathers that are in their kid's life, if I didn't be in their kid's life, I understand that's the thing. I'm very aware of that. But I'm speaking for the guys that, you know, the, the woman announced she's having a kid and she said, I'm pregnant, and you are, oh, uh, no, it takes two to tango. That child is your first legacy. Boy or girl, straight or gay. That child is your legacy. So we have to stop leaving our children behind. No one else is going to take care of our children. In fact, yeah. our children are getting kidnapped, getting taken getting murdered at disproportionate rates to every other ethnic group. And it's by a big margin. And it's because we don't put our kids first. It's part of the reason, not the whole reason. Part of the reason. So we got to start leaving our kids behind. If you don't have any kids and you have the means, Boys and Girls Club, volunteering at the school, volunteering at church, Volunteering with the kids in your neighborhood. It means so much. Change, yeah. Nobody wants to talk about that, but it means so much. I have a friend that volunteers at the Boys and Girls Club. And the impact that he's having, a black positive role model, it, it, it's, it doesn't have a value to it. It's invaluable. You know how many kids, when they take surveys, they wish they had a black role model mm -hmm. and a teacher in school. They wish they had a black male teacher. Not saying there's anything wrong with any of the other teachers. It's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying one of the teachers, they wish there was a black male teacher. I had one black male teacher my whole life. He was a band director. Yeah. And what, how did, what kind of impact did that teacher have? He was the assistant band director at that, but he was my favorite teacher. <laughs> I think my senior, I think my um my senior gifts, I probably had maybe one or two black teachers my whole time. And it's like they have, they definitely have a positive impact, especially the ones where they show up and they give a damn about you. You know what I'm saying? And also to follow up on Jug saying, we need to show up. 
If you're gonna show up, you need to show, don't just be a warm body. You need to show up and give a fuck about something. You know what I'm saying? So don't just show up just to show up. Yeah, no, because anybody can do that. Show up and give a damn. Make them remember you. Make them inspire people to want to do better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also to my people out there, don't don't read into social media too much. You know, said because real life, we out here holding it down. We out here grinding and stuff. You know what I'm saying? The, the way you fight against the war against black men is saying, fuck you. You got to rock with the ones that all rhyme with us. So I do want to say shout out to all the black women out there who are riding with us, that are riding down with us. And shout out to all the brothers who are united like us. You know what I'm saying? No, we ain't the only ones, but there are plenty mm-hmm. of other ones out there who are definitely united. You know what I'm saying? Also, 100%. shout out to all of them who are definitely united. We got to stay strong. Because it's always a constant battle against us, you know. Because people are soon gonna realize it ain't just about race; it's about on all of us, you know. what I'm saying because yeah. the shit going down, it's crazy out here. Yep, I agree, hundred percent, man. 100%. Yes, um, yes, um, definitely for that. Um, Don and Juggy, I want to thank you all for joining me today to kick off season six of Liquor Talk. I'm hoping we're gonna do this in person. You know, what I'm saying we gotta definitely gotta do this in person. Um, once Don gets the studio situation straight, he'll let us know. And so we, I mean, gotta, I would love a Tampa trip. I would really enjoy that. We gotta set something up. We gotta me and Big gonna look at some places and see where yeah. we have like a live episode at and get some interaction from the yeah. public. I think that'd be dope. Yeah, we need that. We definitely need that. We definitely need that. No, and also, great. if you're listening to this, if you want to be a guest, go ahead and slide in the DMs. If you want to collaborate with me, Don, or Juggy, hit us all up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Don, how can the people get in touch with you? Uh, y'all can find me. Um, my IG is at the Don B. That is T-H-E-E-D-O-N-B. Also, follow the Independent Dream Factory, IDF. Um, you can go on our website and find you know, all of our updates, everything that's coming up. Very excited to share a lot of big, um, you know, events, collaborations that are coming up. So thank you as always for having me. I'm happy to be here. And yeah, till next time. Yes. Yes. Juggy, how can the people find you? On TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube, at Book of Clarity. That's three words with spaces. Book of Clarity on Twitter is BOJ Radio. We do political breakdown bangers every single time, especially pertaining to the state of Florida, things that you need to know to make your life better and need to know what our leaders are doing to make our life better or worse. And ask me how. Ask me how politics affects every single part of your life so I could change your life. Vic, thank you, brother. You're one of my closest homeboys. I always appreciate you having me on. I'm glad we could start off season six. It's always a pleasure, and I'm always ready for next time. Yes, and next time it won't be so long. Um, unlike season five where it was, was a little minute, this time around, the next time will be next month, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting back to the men's all around, dropping every month, you know what I'm saying, during season six of Liquor Talk. We're definitely getting back to that. Hopefully, Marco and hopefully Dell. And also, I'm gonna get. I'm also gonna try to have a guest fella join us on as well. So, if y'all know anybody that want to come on, y'all let me know. Also, if you want to follow us, uh, follow us at Liquor Talk Podcast on Instagram and Ruby Jones on Twitter. Um, Liquor Talk on Facebook, 
We're going to be doing some Facebook exclusive episodes. And also, the Patreon channel is coming soon as well. Also, we're going to work on Twitch as well. We're taking over for the 23 and the 24. It is season six of Look and Talk. I want to thank you all for joining us. Until the next time, be easy, ladies and gentlemen. And pull it up, motherfuckers.